Welcome to the Projects and Systems Podcast, where we discuss best of breed ideas in project management and process improvement with one goal in mind, getting important stuff done. And now, your host, Randy Cox. Well, hello, everybody. I want to talk to you about a fallacy that I see in uh, some of the Agile training out there. Um, I Let me demonstrate this through an example. I just got done with my morning commute, and uh, I'm sure you've had this, this um, experience where I, there's a north-south artery in my town that connects the suburb that I live in t- to uh, downtown. It's a main three-way. It's uh, three lanes, and in this, in this one part, it bottlenecked down or merged down from three lanes down to two, which created quite a backup. And then at the next light, it merged from those two lanes down to one, which is a, a bigger backup. And um, so basically you go three lanes during rush hour down to one. And that would probably be fine if you could see people working <laughs> there. But you've probably seen that too. You're like, where, where are all the people, you know, the work that are supposed to be working that this was all for? Anyway, I counted on that being just part of my commute is just being like, you know, maybe three minutes to get through there. Because that's normally just a, um, a very quick section of the commute. And today it turned out to be probably more than 15 minutes. Uh, of my commute, and so I, I had a, I had counted on a certain amount of throughput or velocity on that section, and turns out that that was uh, much different today. And we do that same thing on our project teams. So what what Agile teaches is that you can measure the amount of work that you get done in a couple of different ways. Um, Story points is probably the most popular. There's also ideal days. There's a lot of religious discussions about which is better, which I'm not going to get into today. But suffice to say that you measure how much work you get done in sprint one, and then how much sprint work you get done in sprint two, and then three. And then by the time you're on to your third or fourth sprint, you start to average out the amount of work we got completed, and that determines your velocity. So let's say if you're using story points and your team got 30 points done in the first sprint and about 28 in the next sprint and 27 in the third sprint, maybe 31 in the fourth sprint, you now have a a number that you can use that can kind of predict how much work should we bite off from the backlog that we think we can get done. So that's useful so you don't overcommit yourself. So let's say rather than grabbing 50 points worth of work off the backlog, you might grab, you know, maybe 25 to 30 points because that represents what your team seems to be able to get done. So that's a useful heuristic when it's but it can also get you in trouble. So let's say your team is counting on 25 or 30 points, let's call it 27 points worth of work, a sprint after sprint, and then you come into the summertime and now your team is going on vacation and your key developers are out and your key DBA person is out for a one over the two weeks or whatever. And now you've just gone from three lanes down to one on your team's velocity. You don't have 27 points worth of capacity in the summertime. You might have, you know, 10 points or, you know, whatever the, the number, whatever the metric that you're using. It could be very, very different. So what I teach my teams, and this is going to be in one of my online courses that is coming out soon, um, is 
you should calculate your actual capacity at the beginning of every sprint, not go off of what your past history has been. So the past history is useful because it makes sure it puts you, it gives you an order of magnitude. But what I teach is that you go, every person on the sprint team has a virtual bucket, uh, if you will. And they basically say, okay, I want to fill up this bucket with the stuff that I know I have to, you know, my obligations to determine my individual capacity for that sprint. So for example, if it's a two week sprint, there's gonna be 10 working days and they know that they're gonna be out for five of those days during the summer for one, you know, one week of their vacation. And so that gives us from 10 days down to five. And then let's know, then let's say that of those five days that they're there, let's say one of those days is an offsite training that they have been assigned to go to or whatever. So they really only have four days of capacity out of those 10 and we go around the team every single person calculates you know what what their two weeks looks like and then we say that's our actual capacity for the coming sprint and it may be like i said a fraction of what your normal velocity is so if if in the middle of the summer if you bite off 27 points worth of work and you really have 10 you're basically thinking that you're going to get through this section in three minutes and it's really going to take you 15 because you just you just have constrained yourself so it's just really have your eyes wide open and common sense but sometimes we just forget we we go off of what the textbooks say and say well my velocity is x and so i should be able to bite off x amount worth, worth of work and that changes from sprint to sprint and so i just think why not go off of our actuals so hopefully that helps if you are finding this episode and the other episodes helpful, um, then I'd love to have a comment. I also encourage you to subscribe so it just automatically shows up in your podcast app as soon as there's a new episode. And also, um, I encourage you to check out my website. It's www.randycox.solutions. That's R-A-N-D-Y-C-O-X.solutions. And on there, you'll you'll see um, what I'm up to in the, the uh, online courses, the many courses that I have coming out. I have some really fun ones coming out soon about requirements management, um, about planning, some different things. And my, my courses are not to help you pass a test. I have, uh, I, my courses are about how does it work out here in the real world. I've been out, I've been doing this for many, many years. I've got, uh, you know, all of the major certifications. And what I've done is boil this all down to, I'm not here to help you get certified in something. I'm here to help you be effective. So you'll, you'll see those coming up here uh, soon this summer. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Projects and Systems Podcast with your host, Randy Cox. Now, go get some important stuff done.